You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, happy December, everybody. This is Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com and WebmasterRadio.fm and Dave Davies from BeanstalkSEO.com. You listen to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. And, oh, my God, it's December the 4th. Like, 21 more shopping days till Christmas, two months past my 40th birthday, and moving really quickly into 2009. Dave, brother, how you doing? I am doing a phenomenal, and, uh, you know, as, as with everybody else, uh, looking forward to the holiday season that's upcoming. And... Uh, yeah, we've got a great show coming up here, and I know we got a couple guests, so we got a tight timeline here. So I'll try not to try not to babble past that. Well, let's let's start off by telling people who we have coming up in a few minutes. Um, first first guest we have is a tech worker from Victoria, British Columbia, who decided he wanted to branch off on his own and start his own business uh, making pet food. He went on a Canadian broadcasting corporation show called Dragon's Den. Uh, his, actually, his episode appeared on Monday, and the fella bombed. Oh my God, he bombed badly. You know, you, you know why he bombed, Dave? What? What? what yeah. He had his, his good business plan, but you know why his uh, business pitch on Dragon's Den bombed? What happened? He fed them dogs. He, he makes he makes like like holistic, healthy pet food, and he decided that he wanted to prove how good his pet food was by feeding it to five angry, bloodthirsty. Fire breathing venture capitalists. Yeah, that's not <laughs> with, well. with predictable results, of course. They eh? they got really pissed off at him. They you know actually I think they called him a cockroach. Um it was pretty it was pretty brutal. But they did air the episode and that uh that got Murray and I thinking it'd be a lot of fun to put up a website called VCdogfood.com. We'll get into the whole story of Murray Galbraith, um, the Dragon's Den and VCdogfood.com in just a few minutes. <laughs> Following Murray, we have Dante Mordeverde uh, from uh, the editor of Website Magazine. He's going to be coming on talking a little bit about SES Chicago, um, the state of the search marketing world, and Website Magazine. 
But before we get to our guests, we, I mean, dude, it's been a, it's been another one of those weird weeks here in, uh, here in Webmasterland, hasn't it? It sure has. It's, it's uh, starting to get to the point where if we had a normal week, I'd consider that weird now. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think our normal week is going to be like the period between Christmas and New Year's when like nothing happens. Yeah, I think that I think that's right. Although I'm not even counting on that this time. I don't know, some massive takeover of somebody's going to happen in that chunk, just hoping that the rest of us are hitting the snooze button or something. Well, that almost um, happened up yeah, in Canada with the uh, entire government, really didn't it? Oh, my God. Okay, you know what? I don't want to get into Canadian politics because, like, um, 99.9% of the listeners will be bored stiff if we do. So, what I do want to get into to begin with, a little bit of good news on the on the industry front. Um, what Webmaster Radio uh, .fm is up to at SES Chicago, which is coming up, like, really quickly. Um, that's coming up, like, next week. It looks hilarious. I, I went, and for all of our listeners who don't know, and I, and I hope you'll, you'll introduce it, but uh, you alerted me to it. I'm glad I visited it, the uh, blog.webmasterradio.fm, uh, with, the, uh, with the update there, uh, or, or the outline there of what's going on. Uh, do you want to maybe tell people about the special roundtable? Uh, I'm not going to be there, but I know you will be. The special roundtable you guys can be holding. I think it looks awesome. Okay, well, well, first off, before we jump into that, I just want to note that webmasterradio.fm is the official radio and podcast network of the Search Engine Strategies series of conferences, and we have been for a little while. Um, this is the third year that we've been presenting full-scale coverage from, uh, from SES. And this is like SES New York, SES San Jose, SES Chicago. Um, and if you, people were to go to the archive section at, uh, on the homepage of webmasterradio.fm, look at, look at uh, conferences that we've covered, you'll see almost 200 interviews done over the years at SES, which is, you know, when you think about it, that's, that's a lot of tape. So since we're the official radio and podcast network of the Search Engine Strategy series, we can get away with, uh, we can get away with quite a bit. We can, we can do a lot of stuff. Um, and so we're going to do that. We're going to have a good deal of fun. Uh, we're going to take full advantage of our access and... We're going to be doing a lot of coverage from, uh, from uh, SES Chicago. Now, first off, folks who can't make the conference, you're going to be missing some great speeches and some great sessions, but you don't have to miss them. You can sit back, grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on your desk, um, tell all your coworkers that you are, in fact, working, because learning is working, and uh, listen to some of the best of the, of the conference sessions and keynote speeches right here on webmasterradio.fm. On uh, Monday, December 8th, starting at 9 a.m. Uh, Central Time, so I guess this is uh, 10 a.m. Eastern or uh, really stupid early in the morning here on the Pacific Coast, um, we're going to be carrying the keynote speech of Professor Lawrence Lessig. He's a professor of law at Stanford Law School, and he's doing a, a speech called Remix, the art, the making art and commerce thrive in a hybrid economy. Lawrence Bussig is one of the intellectual pioneers of the Internet, and uh, folks, this is one you've got to tune into. Later that day, we have uh, the first Orion panel, The State of Integration. That's going to be featuring Kevin Ryan, Andrew Goodman, Robert Murray, Aaron Goldman, Josh Todd, and Greg Stewart. Next day, we have Bill Tanser's keynote speech. Uh, he's the um, general manager of global research over at Hitwise. We are what we click. Following that up at 1 o'clock, with on Tuesday with um, Battle of the Browsers, Personalization or Privacy, another one of the Orion panels, this one featuring Kevin Ryan, Chris Sherman, Mike Grehan, 
Gary Stein and Ben Galbraith. Now that's the official stuff. Mm-hmm. Then we have the fun stuff. <laughs> Tuesday night. Uh, now, now, Dave, you've been to SES Chicago, eh? I sure have. So you know Kitty O'Shea's. I sure do. You know what Kitty... Oh, I love Kitty O'Shea's. This is, this is like my, my favorite... Uh, my favorite bar of all the of all the conference hotel bars has got to be Kitty O'Shea's at, at the south end of the uh, Chicago Hilton. Lots of us love Kitty O'Shea's so much that WebmasterRadio.fm is organizing the Drunken Webmaster Roundtable starting at 6.30 at Kitty O'Shea's Friends. Oh, nice. It's going to be nuts. So, if you can't be in Chicago, seriously, listen in, 6.30 Central Time, Tuesday, December 9th. I'm not going to announce the lineup of guests, but many of them have been hosts here on the radio network. Some of them haven't been hosts, but um, are, are good friends of the station, have been on many of our shows, and uh, we may have a couple of surprises to throw into the mix. And hey, 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 you want, you, you want to talk about a little bit of train wreck organizing here, Dave? Yeah. What's up? Okay. Now... Hold on to your seat for a sec, okay? This is, this is pretty funny. Mr. Doug Heal from I Help You Forums is going to be speaking at SES Chicago. On what? Remember Doug? Remember Dougie? Oh, I sure do. He's speaking on ethics and SEO. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. I guess Dave Naylor is on the panel with him. <laughs> oh, that is almost worth the plane ticket just to go there for that session. Oh my! Yeah, something like that. Whatever that sound effect was, I agree, hundred percent. It's gonna be that's gonna be loopy nutty. So, <laughs> folks, come out to SES Chicago, and if you can't make it, check out our coverage here on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're gonna be carrying the uh, Wednesday, December tenth keynote speech from Josh James. He's president of and CEO of Amateur, avoiding the chasm of anti-disappointment. Um, and I, I, I mean, I, Dave, I just can't say enough about how absurd, silly, fun the uh, the conference is going to be. <sighs> Moving forward, really quickly, I don't know if we can hit all the new stuff that we wanted to talk about. I just babbled on too much. <laughs> That's always what happens. But uh, let's see. Where, where do you want to go? Uh, where do you want? I know we only got a few minutes here, so we gotta we gotta pick wisely. Um, okay. Um, what do you think? Uh, Department of Justice. Yeah, why not? You know what? Instead of covering the whole thing, why don't we just tell people to check out uh, Marketing Pilgrim. Uh, there we go. Andy wrote a really good, really good piece, Andy Beal over at Marketing Pilgrim, why Google is just one deal away from being labeled a monopoly. Apparently, and this is like all the behind-the-scenes stuff that we don't actually get to see or hear, but we find out about a few days later because of incredible media like, uh, like Marketing Pilgrim. Google was minutes away minutes away from being declared a monopoly. Um, and that's why it pulled out of the, uh, I'm sorry, three hours away from being declared a monopoly, having antitrust charges filed against it. And that's why it, got pulled, that's why it pulled out. I think wise decision on their part, I think, because I have a hunch they would have lost that one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's funny because they're being penalized for being good, right? But, but anyways, we've had this discussion before. You're right. Uh, go to Marketing Pilgrim. Uh, we don't have time to cover it here, but Andy does a great job. Absolutely. Um, that brings us to uh, to Yahoo and the silliness that's happening there. Uh, 
it looked like there was going to be a takeover bid mounted by uh, Jonathan Miller from a former chair of AOL. It turns out that was a false rumor. But the cool thing about that rumor was how much interest was expressed in the media and the general community. It shows that people think that Yahoo is still a viable option. And I think they're right. I mean, if we look, we've made fun of them. I mean, both of us have, I'm sure, and, and we're not the only ones. Um, but the fact of the matter remains, they have a, a sizable market share. They've got some good properties. Um, you know, they, there's definitely been some bad decisions made there, but um, all in all, it's, it's a property worth owning. Um, and so, you know, they, they are a viable option. Obviously, ICANN agrees with that. Um, and so I, I look forward to seeing stuff. I still have a hunch it's, it's a Microsoft purchase, but it's probably going to get broken up, as I'm sure you're, you would predict as well. Well, yeah, I did. You know what? I did a piece of the MetaMen blog yesterday about this. So if people want to go check that out, that's probably worth reading. But um, as much as I want to talk about this, dude, we got to go to commercial break. We're going to be coming back with uh, with Murray Galbraith um, from the PetDeli.ca and uh, VCVictorCharlieDogFood.com. He's got a really funny story, and then we're going to be rounding out the hour with uh, Dante Medivete. From, he's the editor of Website Magazine. Friends, you're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from metamen.com and webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Stay tuned. We've got some fun content coming up in a few minutes. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. Jeez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts. Because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit TaxBrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. TaxBrain.com, America's online tax service. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. 
Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. On WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com and WebmasterRadio.fm and Dave Davies from BeanstalkSEO.com. And we're joined by Canadian entrepreneur Murray Galbraith, He's uh, got a company called The Pet Deli, and that you can find information on them at thepetdeli.ca. Um, Murray was a guest on a Canadian venture capitalist reality show called The Dragon's Den. And, uh, well, okay, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to try to make a long story short. Murray okay. makes holistic, healthy dog food from actually what's, what would be considered human-grade food. He uh, started this company in reaction to the uh, melamine scare, scares coming out of China and the tainted pet foods. He's produced an extraordinary product. My cat loves it. Um, it's, it's not just dog food, sorry, it's pet foods. Um, and uh, he decided to take his entrepreneurial idea on a um, fairly hostile talk show, TV, TV reality show, and got savaged. Murray Galbraith, brother man, welcome to Webcology. No, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. That, 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 that was a fairly accurate description of what went down, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. You know, you pretty much hit the nail on the head with that. Yes. Okay, so just to expand the story a little bit, uh, Murray is also the goalie for the hockey team I play for up here in Victoria in our tech league. Damn good goalie, by the way. You're, you're coming up tonight, right? Um, I actually might. Uh, I have uh, some clients I got to meet later on, so I'm not sure how long the meeting will go. But hopefully, oh, I will. Dad, be. We're if not, kill I anyway, that's beside that's besides the point. Damn good goalie, but uh, he asked me last week if I'd give him a hand promoting um, a second chance he has to win seventy-five thousand dollars in venture capital funding. Apparently, the um, each episode gets judged by viewers at uh, the Dragon Sen website on the on the CBC.ca website. And the winner of a viewer's poll, a uh, poll conducted over the Internet, wins an extra $75,000. You know, $75, um, and Dave just voted for him. Thank you very much, Dave. Now, um, Thanks, Murray Dave. has uh, promised Markland Media, um, uh, uh, my company, um, a little bit of money if we can drive some votes over to, uh, over to his campaign over there on Dragonstone. That's a... Honest disclosure here, folks. So, we we set up a website, quick and dirty website, vcdogfood.com, and I'm inviting people to go check out vcdogfood.com. Murray, tell us your story. Well, uh, basically, uh, thanks, Jim. Uh, basically, uh, I have uh, um, a pet food company. It's uh, um, natural, wholesome, nutritious uh, dog food and cat food. Uh, we have a B2B and a B2C business model. Uh, 
the B2C, where uh, it's it's a deli just like you'd find in your supermarket, and, and the food is scooped out fresh and weighed fresh, and there's wet food, dry food, and so on and so forth. And there's also a B2B component where we uh, manufacture the food and uh, do something very unique is uh, freeze it, and the product um, gets... Uh, uh, retailed in the frozen food section of your local supermarkets. And uh, I went out and I, I brought my, uh, um, I talked to various uh, supermarket chains out there, Overweighty, Safeway, the Loblaws Group, and, you know, those folks account for over a 1,000 stores in Canada, and they all expressed a, a very keen interest in carrying the product. So um, what I had to do was raise the capital so that I could produce the, produce the product and then put it in the stores. Um, now, what ended up happening is I needed to raise about 200 grand. So we're talking about a 1,000 retail outlets that uh, across Canada that were interested in carrying my product, and that doesn't include the, uh, the, uh, the interest I was raising from the American side because this was a very unique way of, um, of selling a, a pet food product. The, the product itself was of superior grade, so, um, and the margins were extremely healthy. Uh, for the frozen food section, and that's what really attracted uh, a lot of retailers to my product because you know their business model is all the built is all based on um, profit per square foot and you know uh, turnover. So they want to make sure that you know they're making lots of money off of the product product, and they want to make sure it's moving. So got a lot of interest. So needed to raise some capital. So. I've been out there, you know, knocking on doors and uh, meeting, trying to meet as many affluent pet owners as I can. And then I saw an ad for the CBC Dragon's Den. And so I, I went through the interview process and the audition process and and uh, went out to, uh, they liked what I had. And they said, well, come on out and we'll do some filming for you. And, and um, when I was there, you know, I was encouraged to try and jazz up the performance a bit. Uh, one of the producers felt that a lot of the, his uh, uh, exact words, I believe, were, you know, it, it wasn't making for exciting TV. Can we jazz it up a bit here? So, um, you know, we we took a route, and then you know, you know, hindsight twenty twenty, I probably shouldn't have taken it and and uh, made the meat dog food. But I tell you, you know. It's something I keep seeing on the forums in the in the news group. Something about millionaires eating uh, dog food uh, and sort of choking on it is appealing to the masses. So, you know, one for the little guy. <laughs> well, but, okay, uh, I got to ask you straight up, Murray. Yes. What in, in God's name? What were you thinking, feeding these guys <laughs> dog food? You knew well, that you was going to get you in trouble. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> the phrase "it seemed like a good idea at the time" is probably apropos. <laughs> So, but hey, that being said, would I still do the same thing? Yes, because during the episode, um, they, we were filming for about 45 minutes, right? So what you see on the website is just a snippet of went on. Naturally, they're going to show, you know, editing that can make you look like a hero or a goat. It, you know, goes either way. But I did have one of the dragons very interested. My actual pitch was tailored for the owner, Lasanza, who understands the retail value chain. Um, most of the dragons up there don't understand retail, so it's not their forte. But that being said, the dragon that was interested, um, I, I blew it on a question. And his question was, how much, per, what percent of the company do you own? And naturally, as, a, as an owner of a company, that's one thing you get asked all the time by potential investors. And my, you know, my answer is X percent. It's, it's 60% of the company I own right now, currently. And when he asked me that, my mind went blank. 
and I've just and I was told that I could actually phone a friend in case I ever get stuck. Right, so that's why, in, and they'll even show it in the clips. They go, "Can I go? Can I phone a friend?" And they go, "No." <laughs> so uh, it kind of went downhill from there. But up to that point, he was interested. Now, if yeah, I had what answered I saw that, was you actually you were thinking of selling twenty percent of your business to these guys? No, that, this is a fifty-year business. I'm sorry, a third of your business, but a third of what you owned would have been twenty percent, and that's where the mistake happened, right? Well, no, the, the mistake was is I thought, you know, I was just pulling numbers out of my head, right? So I was, I was going, oh. like, I couldn't phone a friend, so I, I was thinking, you know, I forgot I owned 60%. What percent do I own? Like I say, it was a brain fart. I don't, you know, it's one of those things you, you wish you could take the shoe out of your mouth, but, this, you know, it is what it is, and it happened. Indeed. So, Indeed. You know, Where does that put I us mean, today, Murray? Pardon? Where does that put us today? Where does that put us today? Well... <sighs> Actually, in some ways, this has kind of worked in my favor because um, I'm actually getting a lot of traction on the Internet from a lot of people out there who enjoy seeing millionaires eat dog food and choking on it. <laughs> you know, something about that just appeals to the masses, right? You know, So there is a second prize out there, and that is $70,000 that goes to the person who didn't get... Um, didn't get funding for that particular episode. So I was lumped in on episode 10 with a bunch of other people. If I win that, if I get the most votes for that particular episode, then I I win that episode and I get pooled at the end of the year and there's 11 episodes in, in total, so I have one in 11 chance of winning $70,000 $70, and that's $75,000 and that's based upon um, the amount of votes you get. So all you pet, lo- all you, all you pet lovers out there, uh, check out the petdeli.ca. The food is incredible. Um, the animals love it. Um, it's it's fresh. It's wholesome. It's nutritious. Um, there's no added ingredients. Uh, it's extremely good for your pets. I've yet to to meet a dog who doesn't like it. We're starting with the three beef, chicken, and lamb. Um, and if I hadn't have done what I did and I didn't get funding, I don't think I'd be in the position I am today. If okay. that makes sense. So. The other thing I'd really quickly like to touch on, and we only have a couple minutes left in the segment before we uh, have to go to break and come back with uh, with Dante from who's publisher of Website Magazine. But the use of the social media and the use of um, the internet to try to promote um, both VCDogFood.com and the PetDeli.ca, um, I'm I'm pretty interested in some of the stuff you're doing around Facebook and Twitter. And I, I know I got a I got a hand in some of this, but. Um, How's that going? Are, are, are you seeing a good response to your Facebook page? Oh, awesome. Uh, we, I'm seeing excellent response um, to Facebook, to Twitter, uh, to the social media side of um, media uh, promotions we're doing. Um, I've always been an extremely big, firm believer in um, social networking, um, viral marketing, viral campaigns, because the most powerful the, the most powerful message you can get from any consumer or any recommendation is word of mouth, right? Word of mouth is always the most powerful advertising you can get. So I do a lot of work with uh, local user groups, pet groups, uh, different, uh, and, and these people use the, the Internet extensively to interact with each other, to promote with each other, to stay in contact with each other. There's millions of dog uh, dog sites out there. There's millions of dog clubs, pet clubs, and so on and so forth. So, u- utilizing 
utilizing uh, um, social media sites like Facebook, like Twitter, um, and other avenues is an extremely powerful way to get your message out there, especially if you're a small business. Because you have to remember, not everybody has the advertising or the marketing uh, budget that, you know, Ford and McDonald's, well, Ford's a bad example, but, (laughs) you know, McDonald's and A&W and the rest of the guys, right? For all of us small business owners, what's the best bang for your buck? Social media, hands down. There's just no way any other media will be able to compete in in sort of in in uh, advertising ROI as as any sort of social media network will. Um, well, you heard it there. Um, social media and Jim is and Jim awesome Hedger. This guy's about. awesome, folks. Oh, dude, well, they knew that already. That's why they're listening. <laughs> um, you're awesome, oh, too, okay. Mary. I gotta thank you. I gotta thank you so much for taking time with us here on Webcology, friends. I want to remind you. Check out vcdogfood.com. Go through the very simple instructions. Sign up for a quick cbc.ca membership and vote for Murray. Give a techie a break. This guy is trying to make bring good pet food to, uh, to uh, uh, I guess, under the tables of the nation. And um, he's working really hard. He's, he's, he's a good fella, and he deserves the break. Um, speaking of breaks... Speaking of breaks, we have to take one here on the network, pay, pay a couple of bills here at webmasterradio.fm. So on that, this is Jim Hedger from metamen.com and from webmasterradio.fm and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. You're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. We're coming back with Dante Martaverde, Dante Marta um, publisher and editor of Website Magazine. So stay tuned, friends. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to over 30,000 subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO, SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at articlesender.com. That's article, S-E-N-D-E-R.com. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on localpages.com. Localpages.com. Or what if I wanted a business number in Miami? Localpages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with localpages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. Localpages.com. List your business on localpages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. Localpages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Are your domains locked to the max? If not, your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from Internet thieves. Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. Transfer your domains to Moniker today. Powered by MaxLock. Delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at moniker.com slash MaxLock. 
Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from metamen.com and webmasterradio.fm and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And we are privileged to be joined by the one and only Dante Monteverde, the publisher and I believe editor of Website Magazine. Dante, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I will try my best to uh, follow up with that dog-eating food story. I'll, I'll do my best there. And Jim, I uh, love when well, you try and pronounce my last name. You do, you do a good job. You know, we should have you on the show more often because your last name is so much fun to try to pronounce. <laughs> right? And uh, I, I wish I was the publisher, but I am not, unfortunately, the publisher of our magazine. The lovely Susan Whitehurst is, but thanks for giving me that undue credit. Well, that just goes to show you never trust the media. Oh, I'm talking to the media. Damn. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. So, if anyone hasn't seen Website Magazine yet, and if you haven't seen Website Magazine, you must be living under a rock because these this magazine is at every conference. I've seen it in every SEO shop I've walked into. Um, yeah. Web, uh, website magazine is all over the place, and they have an extraordinary website at, predictably, websitemagazine.com. Um, Dr., why don't you tell us a little bit about the, 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 the building of, of the magazine? Sure. Well, uh, first of all, a lot of people don't realize, you know, we're at all these SCS shows, which are going to be at next week, that we are, in fact, also a print magazine. So we have a print magazine, a digital magazine, and, of course, uh, all of our articles are available on the website, websitemagazine.com as well. So a lot of people, they get our print magazine, don't realize we have a digital one, or they subscribe on our website and don't realize we have a print version. So kind of getting that three-plane attack, three-prong attack across is kind of a key too, especially with uh, you know, the economy and, uh, and just regular traditional print magazines not doing so hot. So you know, the focus has got to be in all of those three areas. Well, I remember when you first started up, when I, when I first came across Website Magazine, it had to be about three years ago. I, I was even yeah, yeah, it was our three-year anniversary last November, this November, yeah. I think I was speaking with you and Pierre and just looked at you guys and going, oh, my God, print? Are, are you guys nuts? But it's, it's worked <laughs> out. Um, how is, what's the challenge of producing a uh, print magazine in such a fast-paced and ever-changing world? Well, um, again, it's 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 getting across uh, to um, these larger audiences that we're trying to reach out to, and you know, we like like I said, we like to have the convenience of some people are getting all their content online, blogs, feeds, RSS. They're not going to read your traditional print magazine. Well, others are just they want that piece of paper in front of them to read every day or at their convenience or offline. So that, you know, kind of a challenge you're talking about of, uh, and I think we, we answer that challenge by having this available on all those different media streams. Well, I mean, there's some there's excellent content in your magazine. And, uh, I mean, you guys go out of your way to try to uh, 
try to get some of the best writers and some of the best thought leaders we do. in, the, yes, we in do. the industry. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at your the contributors to the November edition. Um, we have Karen Faxon, Jeremy Shoemaker, uh, the lawyer, Mark Rosenberg, um, yourself, Andy Mahler, uh, Scott Kublin, some excellent writers, people I've been, I've been reading for, for, for quite a while. Um, how, how and that also presents another challenge, too, that it's like, you know, we get lots of inquiries to get new people to write, and, you know, we are actually uh, increasing our publication schedule for next year, so if you're out there listening, we are looking for new writers. But the challenge is, you know, getting articles that aren't going to be so self-promoting. Like, everyone wants to write an article and say how great their service is and me, 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 and I'm the best, but that ultimately is a challenge. We want good content for our readers and our subscribers, and the challenge is getting good content that's going to be actually helpful to our readers and it's going to provide, you know, value added to our readers as well. So that's, it's, it's not easy, you know. It's, people think, you know, well, getting writers, but getting a good article that's, you know, not unbiased is, is easier said than done. Um, well, that, that must, yeah, actually, given that you have marketers writing the articles themselves, it's hard to <laughs> Yeah, you can in, imagine. Uh, do you ever have to send stuff back to them? Um, you know, I'm not directly involved in that, but there are, of course, challenges where, you know, it's more like probably a revision, revision process where, you know, you know, let's, you know, not, you know, be so self-promoting. Can we change this? You know, you know, we work with our writers. You know, we, it's, you know, we realize we're relying on our good writers to, you know, keep our magazine going strong. But it's more of a, you know, back and forth type of issue. But that's why we know we only want to take the best of the best. Although we do give opportunity to new and upcoming writers as well. So how do you like? I, I notice, and I, I'm a subscriber to your to your magazine. I, I get it each time it comes out. Um, I notice that a lot of this has to do with, you know, it themes, which makes perfect sense. Each, you know, issue tends to focus mm-hmm. on... And I love to discuss the February um, issue, too. How do yeah. writers know? Like, you, you know that you're looking for new writers. If I wanted to get involved, how do I know when, um, say, the next theme is going to be related to something that I can write on? Who would I contact there to find that out? Well, you can always contact Peter at peter at websitemagazine.com, but our next issue is going to be all about website design development, and so that, again, you'll have a feature article on that, and I would say, you know, a lot of articles will be written on that team, but always in each of our issues, it's, we, we delve into well beyond just our feature topic, like web design development. But, for example, in this issue, we're going to talk about design tools, product review sites, A-B testing, reseller hosting, email segmentation, and, you know, things of that nature. But... Um, Actually, we are working on a new editorial calendar, and that will be released soon, at which point, you know, we definitely will have a call for writers to, if you're, for example, interested in social media marketing, search engine optimization, uh, all the different areas we're covering, you know, please feel free to contact us to uh, contribute to the magazine. Now, folks, you might be able to hear sort of a scratching noise in the background. That's me flipping through the. Uh, this is a kind of an interesting setup. Um, Dante was just talking about website website structure, website setup. Um, I'm actually literally flipping through the pages of Website Magazine on their website. Um, this is almost. I'm not even sure what technology you're using to make this happen here, um, Dante. But it feels like a PDF, but it doesn't really act it's- like a PDF. Um, the 
the website magazine is set up in on online almost like a turnable page magazine. Why did you guys choose to go with this format? Well, it's actually a next book media, and uh, it's an, like an executable, so you download the file, and it's just super easy and convenient. It's totally clickable links. You can flip the pages. You can zoom in. And, of course, our advertisers love it. So it's usable, accessible, very friendly, and everything's clickable. And we're able to do the things that we're not able to do on a traditional print magazine. Absolutely. And it presents, it presents the magazine online as you would see it if you were holding it in your hands. Yeah, it's identical. It's, really, it's a really cool technology, and we're really happy with it. So let's, uh, let's shift gears a little bit here, and let's look sure. ahead one week to the adventure we're all going to be going on in Chicago. Um, Looking forward to it. This is our last show of the year. We've done quite a bit of shows, and this is our hometown of Chicago, so not too far of a trip for us. But, yeah, we've been everywhere this year, but it's been good. It's been fun. Yeah, you've been, you guys have been a presence at, I, at every show I've been to, and I've been to virtually every major show in North America. It's exhausting, eh? Uh, tell me about it. It's actually good to be back in the office and, and getting some work done. But uh, no, I enjoy the travel, and it's good to see people at these shows. We can see, like you, Jim, I get to see you a lot, and it's, it's great. But this is actually uh, fun for us being here in Chicago at a show where, where it's not too far, and uh, we can send more people as well because you know, as, you know traveling and sending people expenses can get up there. So this show, we're able to send more people and have a bigger presence. Well, is, is there anything in particular at this show that, that you or, or folks from Website Magazine are, are just really into seeing? Well, it's, um, there's one thing I'd like to talk about. It, it's not really particular between the show. I mean, we can talk about kind of some special show coverage we're going to do, but really quickly, during, the, during next week, in, 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 in the same time as the show, we're teaming up with a company called Essential Accessibility, and basically, it allows um, people with disabilities to, it's software that allows people with disabilities to be able to properly view your website. It's totally free service, and again, it's essentialaccessibility.com, and it's going to be enabled on our website next week. So, uh, okay, that's you know, really it, cool. We're interested yep. in this. What is Accessible Technologies? Well, um, again, you know, I could. Uh, you have some sort of disability, be blind, you know, there's various disabilities, but it is a, techno a software technology, totally free of charge to the user, that allows for whatever disability you have to access the site. And, you know, at they have, I'm at their website right now, they have some figures where, you know, as of October 2008, only 3% of websites are accessible to people with disabilities, and that's about 51.2 million people. That so even though you, you, we want to be social responsibility, you're missing out on, you know, 51.2 million Americans who are able to purchase goods, you know, do all the things that normal people can, non-disability people can do, disabled people can do. And so, you know, they should be able to access the Internet as well. But for e-commerce sites and any site, you're, you're missing out on, a, you know, a huge potential market too. So two, two reasons why, you know, should really make your website accessible to disabled people. You know, we have to have, once, once you get this technology running on your website and you've played around with it a little bit, we've got to have you back on so you can explain it to other webmasters because sure. not only is it... The and right we are just getting started with this. I wish I had more details to it. We know we're going through it. I personally don't even know too much myself, but, but you know, well, we're, we're proud of what we're doing here, and uh, I think we're, you know, 
trying to lead an example towards others to, to do so as well. Well, again, not, not only is it just common sense, as you said, there's almost 52 million Americans and um, tens or hundreds of millions of people around the world who simply can't access websites because of a, one disability or another. But not only is it the right thing to do, it's also the law. You've got to make your website accessible. That's, that's, that's sure. the law. It's just very difficult to do that. Exactly, exactly. And then, and then the government is going to be leaning towards that much stricter rules down the road. And you might as well be proactive now, exactly. Well, absolutely. Yeah. But, um, just, yeah, I'd love to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I just want to plug that we are launching that essentialaccessibility.com, and it will be available on websitemagazine.com next week. So, folks, I mean, that's seriously, next week, the week after next, go check out Website Magazine, see what they're doing there, see if you can incorporate that on your websites, because, I mean, as Santi said, there's a massive chunk of the market that we're all missing, because, well, in point of fact, our websites suck. And they, if they're not accessible, and, and, and as Santi said, it's like 97% of them out there, a mind-boggling figure, um, they're, they're, not, they're not good enough. They're just not good enough. What else do you guys, um, shifting back to Chicago again, because I mean, we are mm -hmm. a week away, and webmasterradio.fm being the official radio and podcast network, we, we should talk about this some more. What else are you guys doing in Chicago? Well, uh, usually I'm at the, uh, my lovely faces at the booth all the time, so I'm excited for this show that I get to attend some sessions, and like you said, I get to be at Battle of the Browsers, and I'll get to come bug you guys at your booth a little bit, but I'm actually going to get away from the booth a little bit and go attend some of these sessions with the great speakers that are out there, and so I'm looking forward to that as well. Now, I'm going to take us in a, if it's all right, in a slightly different tangent here. Um, sure. You obviously, because you're in, involved with Website Magazine and, and have been involved in the industry, I mean, heck, I've seen you shows, I, I can't even remember how far back, so, you know, years in the industry. What do you see as as the major trends? Like obviously we've we've had over the years this this fracturing, not in a, in a bad way, but of the community into I mean, so many different aspects are getting added in uh, every year. There's new things that we all have to do, specialties that evolve. Um, what are you seeing? Uh, I'll ask you maybe for your predictions for for sort of towards 2009. We've all heard Matt Cutts and, and seen Mike McDonald interview him on the subject, but what are your sort of predictions? as somebody who's seen sort of the full gambit of things going on uh, in creating this magazine uh, for 2009, what are going to be some of the main stories? What are going to be some of the main areas that, uh, that perhaps we should be paying attention to? Well, uh, of course, everyone's going to say, you know, you got to have a social presence online. And even like your last uh, guest online was saying, it's the social media marketing aspect is, is anyone can do it. You know, you don't have to have a large budget. You can get into it right away, and it's something you can take control really quickly. Um, another thing I was just looking at, and again, I'm just doing predictions, kind of caught kind of me off guard, is you know that Google came out with that search wiki. I think even Danny Sullivan did a nice little uh, presentation on search engine land. But the whole personalization of search is going to be huge, and, and then that is going to lead towards brand management. Now, how do I manage my brand when people are getting different search results, and, and, and how do I you know, manage all that? So uh, that's personalization and brand management, brand reputation is going to be big, too, at the in the coming. And then, of course, who knows what's going to happen with Web 2.0, Web 3.0, Web 4.0. Yeah, I really we would say, if I'm going to give advice, be cautious. Don't get too big into a technology or something. Let's kind of see what happens before you, you know, put all your chips in one basket. 
I guess uh, I had to give you an answer. So now, now that's kind of looking looking forward, and I think you made a, a pretty good pretty good analysis. And obviously, all of us are going to be watching uh, personalization. As Jim knows, this is an area that's uh, specific interest to me. So uh, I like to hear that mentioned. Going back uh, of all the stories that you've covered through 2008. Uh, what would you say are, are some of the highlights? They may not be the things that are, you know, sort of the rock star kind of level level stuff, but what do you think are some of the most important trends or, or stories that have come out uh, in 2008 and some of the main topics that were covered? 2008, looking back, good question. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I would say, you know, Twitter was just got huge and get, he's getting even bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, I would say also this emergence of these, um, these uh, I guess, the, the shift from getting your content from a traditional search return, like I get my content from doing a search on Google, to now a lot of people are getting their content from these, these I, I forget the term that, that's been coined, but it's like media content media river streams, like from Facebook stream, where all these, uh, you know, you're getting your, your content from your friends, from your, your their po- uh, links they post, different status updates, and you're really, it's kind of shifting from your traditional, I'm getting my search results from, uh, from Google, and of course, though, Google's always going to, you know, have a, not a monopoly, but have a huge market share in search, but it's kind of shifting towards maybe now I've got to be thinking about these social networks and not the sense where I'm connecting my friends, but maybe that's also where I'm getting my content as well. So I think that was a kind of an eye-opener, big shift in 2008 if I had to pinpoint one thing. Now, with your magazine, I, I mean, I know I'm actually on your, on your page right now. I'm looking, okay, we've okay. Got, uh, and, and there's one that caught me and, and led to this question, one of the stories you have today, a website magazine, it's um, Ad Guru Midquarter. Um, releases, you know, with, with links through to their uh, the research library. I mentioned that one, and it caught my eye because we've covered them on, on the show here as well. Um, but they bring me to the question, are we hitting, and, and I've certainly seen it even more than normal through 2008, I can see it coming in 2009, getting inundated um, with massive amounts of information. Uh, and and yeah, I discussed the fracturing of the community into different parts. I mean, that's certainly in part because there's so much information in each of these parts that nobody can, can any longer even pretend to be an expert at all of them, um, at all the areas. Are we getting too much information at this point uh, is, is a question that I, I would ask you. And you're one of the only people who's actually put things into print now, and, and we all have so much information available to us online. When, when do we hit enough? Um, and, I mean, uh, what, what's your feel on that? Uh, I, I agree. I mean, there is so much information out there. I'm not even one to say. I, you can't claim to be an expert in all this information. Uh, I would say, you know, you got to re- rely on, like, for example, these ad group. I popped up this uh, thing you looked up as well, this mid, mid-quarter search advertising report. Uh, just stay up to date, and you can't pretend like to, to pretend you know all, all these different things, all these different aspects. It's just it's not realistic. Um, yeah, I really... That's about all I can say on that. Well, um, looking at the, I think Dave asked a pretty prescient question. I'm afraid this will have to be our last one, uh, Don. Sure, we're sure. Out of time in the segment, but looking at the uh, segmentation of the industry, um, is it becoming, you know, for 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 somebody covering the industry and trying to put together a uh, professional professional jur- uh, journal on it, is it becoming harder to structure? 
the um, structure of the story when there's so many different channels you have to talk about? That is a struggle, but I also tend to think that's also what separates our magazine, our website, our publication from the rest where I'm not going to name uh, some of competitors because I don't even feel they are competitors. We try and cover a little bit of everything. Um, you know, you'll have some magazines just covering search, some just covering, say, e-commerce or, or monetization. Well, we're trying to give you a little bit of everything. And we'll, we'll, you know, we'll have a little bit of everything for as well. We'll dig deep in some stories. We'll, you know, kind of give you more for a higher-end user, and we'll give, you, we'll give you stories where, you know, it's more entry-level. So I think that's our angle, and that's what's kind of separating us from the rest and, and, you know, getting us more and more popular is that we have a little bit of for everyone. And that's kind of our core competency, if you will. Well, well, Dante, I, I look forward to seeing you next week at SES Chicago. Oh, hey, hey, what booth are you guys at? Do you, do you know your booth I, number? I'm glad you said that. The perfect segue. We are at booth 513. Please stop on by. And as always, if you've ever been to a conference, you can uh, drop in a card, subscribe to a magazine, get a chance to win the iPhone. It's actually an uh, Apple gift card, so you can get whatever you want because most people at these shows have an iPhone already. But, uh, yeah, stop on by, 513. We will be there. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm looking well, forward to stopping by your booth as well. Well, you and know what? Thanks we're, a lot. You poor devil. We're right across the hall from you. We're at 505. Of course we are. So we're going to be <laughs> right beside you. Dante, you know that there's a space on our couch and a microphone open to you, brother. Thank you so much for taking time on Webcology today. And, friends, check out Webmaster. Uh, <laughs> check, out check out Webmaster Radio as well. FM. Oh, I was going to say check out Website Magazine, but you know I just <laughs> yeah. get messed up on the Webmaster Radio thing. But friends, WebsiteMagazine.com, check it out. Grab yourself a grab yourself a free online subscription there or a low-cost paid subscription. They'll mail it to your house. Um, check them out. They're at Booth 513 at SES Chicago, right across from us, Booth 505. And I want to invite people to stick around the network for a while. At 6 p.m. Eastern tonight, we got a total treat coming up on the Rainmaker Show. We have the return of Craig Newmark, founder of Craigslist. He's going to be on um, on Rainmaker the, the, this afternoon, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific. And Craig's going to be talking about his work blogging about the Obama campaign on behalf of the Democratic National Committee. Now, the DNC's use of the Internet has like, absolutely changed the tone of American politics. We have one of the Internet entrepreneurial pioneers coming on our network. Three hours from now, Craig Newmark. Check it out on the Rainmaker Show. But that's the end of our show. We've done another week. Next week, we'll be coming to you quasi-live from uh, SES Chicago. Um, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com. And webmasterradio.fm. You've been listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. We got amazing programming coming up. <laughs>